Ten minutes. The wind was thrashing the palm trees now. Big, fat drops of rain splattered his windshield faster than the wipers could work, top speed to throw them off. He was almost at the end of the island closest to him, the spot where he had seen Layman turn around the night before. He suddenly realized a good amount of alcohol was still swimming in his brain, fighting the adrenaline. The mix of the two chemicals added a sparkling, luminescent sheen the high beams and windshield smears gave the night. Lights on in a few houses, all up on stilts. Rain-blurred shadows visible in one or two. No one visible underneath any of them. Some of the houses throwing weird blue light. TVs on, lights off. He was driving much too fast for conditions, but much slower than he wanted to. A string of restaurants advertising crawdad, fresh fish, shrimp po'boys. A school playground, swings swaying wildly in the wind. No figures fighting. No shadows of a woman in the throes of death. Eight minutes. His first pass through town. The storm-swept streets empty. Layman's car and a red Beretta. The attendant, no doubt, at the 7-Eleven. The shadow reading the paper and drinking coffee at the rain-streaming window, undoubtedly Layman. Fuck Layman. Seven minutes. The park. Damn! He had forgotten about the park. He swung the jeep into the parking lot, whipping through the suddenly muddy dirt trails twining around the mossy trees, shadows jumping everywhere, tilting at horror show angles in the rain as his high beams swung back and forth down the twisting trail. The limbs of the trees swung in the gale as if challenging him. The alcohol was not helping. Was that a person? Shit! A man leapt at the jeep and Will had no time to swerve. No, the adrenaline already receding again just a statue of Wilford Gamer, the city's founder, Will's headlights giving it the illusion of motion as he turned, hurtling back toward the main road now. Two minutes wasted. Will turned, stamped on the accelerator, once again rushing through the storm at a speed too slow for his comfort. Businesses at this end of the island, mostly rental agencies, all dark. Real estate sales, where Layman's uncle had snitched him out, also dark. Four minutes. No woman. The marina. He slowed. Boats rocking in the waves, tugging at their moorings, deserted. The historic fort at the tip of the island, a vast, empty parking lot. The heads of the palms peering over the fort's walls, tossing like the manes of wild horses. Three minutes. Where the hell was she? He was nuts. She didn't exist. Flooring it back to the center of Gamer's Key. Will's equilibrium sloshed just slightly when he turned hard at the corner past the convenience store. Houses only up one or two bricks above the ground here. Dilapidated, used furniture on warped porches, trailers raised on concrete blocks. One block over, nothing. Another turn. One minute. A figure in the road ahead washed out in the rain and his high beams. A man. Jeans, boots, denim jacket, thick hair, beard, no hat, in the middle of the road, walking, no stalking forward through the driving rain, not planning on making way for the jeep, displacing whole puddles with every broad determined footstep. Light glinted from his hand, a big kitchen knife. Will parked the car crosswise in the guy's path and dialed 911 on the cell. U.S. Marshal Will Castleton, he told the dispatcher before she'd even finished announcing he'd reached Gamer's key emergency response, 
I'm reporting a possible 10-0 or attempted murder. A man with a knife. Send an ambulance. I'm on... Damn. He hadn't taken note of the street names. I'm one block west of the Gamers Key 7-Eleven at the north end of the street. Sir, could you... Will pushed the end button and got out of the jeep. He was instantly soaked, even before he fixed his weapon on the man. U.S. Marshal, Will said. Where is she? The guy stopped his pissed-at-the-world stride, cocked his head. Kimmy? Hell, Kimmy's dead, man. You're too damned late.